0: To another episode of the McYeon Show.
1: I am your host, McYeon. And I'm your special co host, Asia Gantt, filling in for Roz. Yes,
0: so guys, you can see Asia, she is here. i am here. I have made it. <laughs> it's good to be here again. She is here, yes, and definitely give a shout out to Roz. We definitely going to miss you tonight, but we know you are watching. Yes, yes, had, yes. She was yes. on an amazing cruise, her and her family, the Manly's Blended Family. So I know, y'all, when she come back next week, she's going to have a lot of stuff to tell I'm us sure. about, right? Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. I hope y'all got pictures. I haven't seen the Yeah, pictures.
0: I know. I was so happy for that, though. I can say, I'm so glad they off. They're not know, doing right? anything on Facebook. I know. And just enjoy their trip. Absolutely. Because I do that all the time. Like, a lot of times, I'll be placed. I'll take plenty of pictures But I don't never put them on Facebook until, like, afterwards. So people don't know if I'm there now or was there last week. (laughs) They don't know. I just do it. (laughs) I'm with you. That's me, too. I just do it. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in to The McYon Show each and every Monday at 6 p.m. If you are watching by YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. And don't forget, guys, um... We are still taking names for our raffle. Um, If you were to call into the show tonight, the telephone number is 240-719-2560. Your name will be entered into a drawing to win two VIP tickets to the hit stage play, Nothing But The Truth. And it is starring no other than Tony Manley. And also, our girl Roz will definitely be making an appearance in this play. So you guys have definitely got to check it out. The play will be on August the 24th at 5 p.m. So guys, call in. So our topic today, just to let you know, we are going to be talking about healing after loss. Okay? So get ready for that. If you have any questions or comments, you can call in. And also, you can definitely um, leave a comment or... um YouTube as well, and we will definitely be following that and we will answer your question. So, hey, Asia. Hey, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I am doing great. I am loving this color hair. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Summer 2019.
0: It is beautiful, girl. Thank you. Like, and look, you look—you just like glowing.
1: Well, listen, when you get your life aligned, mm. when you come, into come on now. you know. Come on, you just yeah, start I glowing, right? I'm and, it's, to it tell it's, you. and it's
0: so amazing about that glow because the glow is from the inside, it right? Is definitely, the, from inside the
1: inside out. This is nothing but a little exfoliant from the outside yeah so it's definitely from the inside out
0: i love it i love it so we're
1: gonna get into our girl chat and you
0: know you that's just about things that we got going on what we have done the weekend so asia tell them
1: about what you got all going on and how was your weekend the weekend was good. I'll start with that cuz that's the most memorable right now. I got to get okay, it before I forget. Okay. Okay. It's easy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you've ever gone to the overnight cookout that they do here in the DMV. I did not. And I, I wanted you was to gonna go, it right? Up once I said it. I, knew I it. wanted to go, but you know what stopped me from going?
0: Because I was going to get tickets and then one of my good girlfriends was like, "Come on, you know it's the overnight cookout." When I thought about being out in the field in the bugs, I just was like, mm. I don't want to get ate up. I, I, that's the yeah. only thing. That's the only thing that stopped me. And because, you know, I'm just starting to now get into, like, all of the wine festivals and all of that. And I just had my first one this year. And I tell you, I probably got bit over 25 times. Really? Yes. Hmm. They love
1: me. They they, they, love me. Yeah. It's like I've been in the pool all this weekend. I tell you, I probably got about 15. But you needed to be because it was very hot. Oh. Uh, the Pools was definitely on lockdown, I heard. Absolutely. I didn't know, but I heard.
0: So let's talk about the cookout. So because I heard good. it was amazing. It was
1: good. And the Bugs was very okay. Like, it wasn't too bad. Okay. I mean, we had our spray and stuff, and we definitely sprayed. Okay. But it was the humidity that took us out. Mm. It was very humid. It was. I think I believe it was like 84 degrees that night. Because it yes. starts 11 at night. Yeah. Right, Friday night. But that humidity, you have to think about if You setting up tents. Lawn chairs, we had the overhead tents And you know, you gotta put the stakes in the ground You working to set up So, you was like a bucket of water Just after doing all that You was ready to sit down in your lawn chair Wow! But they had RVs out African Americans camp that's what I learned. And you know what? That is so true. A lot of people don't believe that we do that. We do. That we, we do like to go camping. It was RVs, like a circle of them, and people were literally like right outside of them mm-hmm. just sitting in smaller chairs. It was mm-hmm. like being on your front porch. Oh, wow. So how was the food out there? I know they were saying they going to have a lot of food trucks. They were did. you able to bring in food? You could bring in food. Anything You could bring anything except outdoor grills. Okay,
0: because I seen that. So I was like, okay, well, if you can't bring a grill. How are you going to cook? But then I was like, you know what? Maybe you got to already have all your food pre so you like made and bring it like a picnic, right? Yeah, exactly. Like a picnic. Exactly. But what kept throwing me off is that cookout. So I kept on saying, wait a minute, they're saying it's a cookout, but you can't bring no grills. I said, it's more so like a picnic with music. And they had a The best of the best DJs out there.
1: there. Um, They did have food vendors. We had fried fish Mm. and fries, which was very good. They had a Caribbean truck out there. Um, They were selling the hookahs, Mm. cigars, and Mm -hmm. things like that. Everything lit up, you know, it was very colorful. It was good. The DJ had his own RV. He had an RV too. Mm. So his little setup was right in front of his RV. Oh, wow. And they just like took time. I'm telling you, make no lie. By 5 a.m., we dance in the daylight. And I was like, what time is it? Because they (laughs) did the the throwback. Because, you know, officially, the youngers don't know our Mm -hmm, music. So mm -hmm. we was, like, jamming. Looked up. It was daylight. I know. Because, listen... You know the the way I sleep. Like
0: now, I just wake up all hours of the night. Like so that. Saturday morning, I woke up around about four o'clock. So of course, I get up and then I'm checking Facebook and everybody there. So I'm checking all the lies and everything. I was like, look at them. They still pun. I said, okay, still they got party. two more hours because it was still over at party. seven, right? I said they got two more hours, but it looked it was so many people
1: out there. It was, it like was. a good turnout. It, it, looked but it like wasn't it was too it. crowded. They actually didn't even fill the entire um, field up. They were actually able to open up additional parking. Oh, wow. The field. They had a little bit of room left. Now, some people couldn't get in because lines and how you got to check tickets mm-hmm. and wristbands. You mm-hmm. needed all of that. Mm-hmm. They did it from your car, though. Oh. So when, like, walking with your stuff and then going to get your wristband, you Mm -hmm. had to get your ticket checked, get your wristband, all that from the car. So you could imagine a line of cars that backed up to the main road. Especially depending
0: on how many people were in your car and things like that. Yeah, we should have
1: carpooled. Yeah, because a a couple of my friends just couldn't do it. They had, like, a shuttle that would come and get you from a parking ride area if Mm -hmm. you couldn't park on site. Mm -hmm. Some of them missed the shuttle. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was big. Oh, that wow. A nice and this is an annual thing. thing, right? That's what I heard. Okay,
0: okay. So, that's J&J heard. Entertainment. That's I may I come next year. Yes. I may come. I'm going to be prepared because I'm going to bring a tent that's closed up. That's what
1: I you think I'm going to do. Those that you can sit in. Yes, you can sit lay in. in like, and and then all have all my
0: yeah. citronella candles you in there or anything because I can't do those. bugs. <laughs> but at least try to have one of the ones that's um, screened in. Yes. Yes. So, maybe. Maybe. But...
1: It looked really nice. So I think I got home about six and I crashed. Oh, wow. Yeah, I crashed. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. And so
0: what else? After you did that, did you, okay, so you crashed on Saturday.
1: I did, and I was back up because my younger brother had a housewoman just purchased his first house. Shout out to Congratulations. <laughs> so I had to make the housewoman. Mm-hmm. That was out uh, Lexington Park, so I was out by Pax River. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, so, wow. so I was far, but I had to show up for the family and yesterday church. Okay, okay. So I worked on played <laughs> hard.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and so what was the message yesterday at church? What
1: was the message? Oh, don't be boring.
0: Don't be boring. Did you oh, put you that on Facebook? It. No, I
1: didn't. Somebody, sure somebody somebody
0: needs. did cuz I was they said don't be boring. I was like, "Tag, I know that's the... And they hey, I think they had pastor somebody. I was like, "Tag, I wonder what the message that's the was about."
1: Show
0: at Zion. We were at Zion Church. Oh my uh-huh. god. Okay, I got to hear about that because I seen it was that on good. Facebook. It was so, what down.
1: was it about not
0: being born. being
1: born is basically being complacent, mm. um, being stuck in some type of rut and not growing.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's always the same routine, eating the same food, mm-hmm. not wanting to grow, whether you're single in your marriage, just it wanting to be born. that same person. And people eventually start to outgrow you, mm-hmm. you know, because they step on faith. They get out there. They, they start to make moves, take, you know, better minded risks mm-hmm. and they live. Yes. And it's just those that get kind of stuck in a funk. Oh, oh my God! I like work. that. I like so that. He called it "Born Being Born." I
0: like that. And mm. You know what? That just goes right into with what my yes, weekend it was. Doesn't. I spent my whole weekend again in the pool, in the pool. and so I went to a, um, a pool party on Saturday. It was a glow party. It was given by Sisters with Voices. Shout out to Tracy and Trouble and Big Baby and all of them. Oh. I, I can't say their names because I don't remember. <laughs> but the ladies, y'all know, I had a wonderful time at the pool party. It was so nice. I mean, the weather—it was like it was perfect. But you said glow, so mm-hmm. this was at night. It was at night. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm listening. So it started at um like six in the evening, mm-hmm. and then when it got dark, um everything was glowing. You know, oh, wow. it was balloons out there. We had wristbands. We had things around our necks. I mean, it was it was so nice and. This was, I go to a lot of pool parties, right? But this was the first pool party where the party was actually in the pool. Oh, wow. The well, party was in the pool. It wasn't everybody standing around, you know, then wore outfits and things like that where they couldn't get in the water. Everybody that came to that pool party came to get in the water. hmm and oh my goodness, it was it was awesome. And like I said, um, the weather, even though it was hot and everything and, and very humid, of course. But it's one, it's something about when you're around the water.
2: Yes.
0: It all balances out. Yes. You know, it balances out around the water. So I had an awesome time there. So um, I think I probably got home. I think I probably got home around about two in the morning. That was good. You know, that's it was about a good too time. Bad. No. Wasn't too bad. I had to go ahead and leave. <laughs> but uh, it was an awesome time. And then I got up and they told me I was so part two today, girl. Got to text us part two. We doing it again. I was like, Oh yeah. I love them. They parties. I love it. So went back to the location and everything. They had another party. We did did it again. I mean, it was so much fun. Only this time I, c- I had to keep telling people I do not know how to swim. See, people think that I can swim because I'm not sure, um, normal person who can't swim right i can't swim but i love the water mm-hmm. and i have learned how to float in the water i'm not afraid of the water so i'm like in the deep end right okay but i'm holding on honey i'm i'm close you to the side, side. yeah okay. i'm close to the <laughs> sides, and also sitting on the little um the little seats and everything and doing stuff like that and so people be like you really can't swim well why are you always out there i'll be like because i'm just not scared of the water Oh my goodness. So why did I say that? So you know sometimes people think you're just faking. Girl, they came and got me and some uh-uh, we going we going um, no, this come on. This come on up here. We ain't going to do nothing. I was like, uh-uh, don't, don't play no games because I don't know these guys. Yeah, I'm like, right. look, don't play no games. I really, I can't swim. Don't do it. I got my girl telling them, look, no, she can't swim. Stop, don't do that. Right. They still dunked me. They, they kept dunking me in the water, dunking me in the water. I was like, oh, my God, thank you, Jesus, that I know how to hold my breath. Because some people don't believe you when you say that.
1: Because you, were, I'm surprised you were in the deep part. Like we're talking eight feet. Or well, it beyond. goes to
0: ten feet. Was you in ten feet? I was probably like in nine and a half. I didn't go all the way to ten. You go hard
1: to not be able to swim now. And that's what they kept saying. Yeah,
0: because the guy kept because everybody else was like in three, four feet. Yes, indeed. And the guy kept saying, "But I can't look. I can't believe you can't swim. Look at you." I said, "I can't swim. don't know. I'm just chilling." I'm just chilling. I love the water. And I and I b and it's so important, you know, because as, as colored people, a lot of us, you know, have strayed away from swimming for so many different reasons. And last year, when when you, I'm tying that into when you said your pastor said, "Don't be born," because last year I made a commitment to myself that you know I would no longer sit on the sidelines of the pool. You know that I would get into the water and I would enjoy myself. And then look at what has opened up. So many other people like to play with you in the pool. They do, <laughs> especially when you, I was a deep man, talking about your last like, swim. Yeah, they like to play with you in the pool. So, <laughs> so That's I had good, I had a nice time, and I am committed to that. And just learning how to um, swim And just learning how to do new things
1: Well, it should be easy for you, honestly that, You've mastered half the battle And it's crazy, because, right, I showed them that I know how to swim
0: From side to side, right yeah. I've, I've been working on some things And they tell my some, uh-uh, put your head under the water And just move the water yeah, I, can, I, can. I said, uh-uh, I ain't gonna do that I said, but I can get over this So I, can, I know how to doggy pedal under the breaststroke With stuff. your head above the but water With my, my head above the water Like That's a dog bad. Dogs don't put their heads the dogs underwater. Don't put their head they sure don't, they, so I ain't even. they got to go. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't doing it
1: That's either. That's good though.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm like, I am so proud of myself because I had to really let go of that fear.
1: And control. Yes. I think a lot of times for people's controls who with swimming.
0: Yes. Flying. You yes. know what I mean? Stuff that people feel like they can't control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I am too. I'm happy. So I am ready for the next pool party. Let's go.
2: Practice. And it. I'm
0: also, guys, y'all know I'm having my own pool party on August the 17th. And if y'all listening, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't get on the guest list before it closes, because it's going to close quick, because I have so many family and friends that is coming, and plus my cousin, he's doing this party with me, so it's going to be so many people, so guys, you cannot wait around to get on the guest list, because I'm telling you, it will be,
3: What?
1: How, where's, the, where's the announcement, the invitation? I didn't, oh, see, I didn't, you ain't get one. Of, probably want to know. Well, they know because they got them in their inboxes. Oh, oh you're so, inboxing. Yeah,
0: because okay. uh, okay. it's, it's private. Okay. Well, listen. It's, it's yes, it's be. private. You know, you could put it up there. You get every Tom, Dick, and Harry. And I don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry there unless I want Tom, Dick, and, and Harry to come. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So, got well, you'll be getting yours. Okay. Um, so, guys, I'm telling you, gotta definitely rsvp and get that in pool time pool time pool time so guys we have come to our first commercial we are going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to get into our topic of discussion we are going to be talking about healing after loss and that means anything it can be death it can be a relationship it can be a friendship whatever it is we will be discussing that We'll be right back. You're watching the McYon Show.
2: Over here.
3: Hey. It's been a long time, EO. Hey, I watch the it. We want to start off in cruise control for you, baby, A nice and easy, baby. See aquariums in here. Happy birthday to your baby. Let the pocket watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. Yes, right, baby. what you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to your daddy. What you got for me, baby? A big paw. Happy birthday day to big paw. Watch the pocket watch here. And Lauren got a birthday. It's coming from the sexy Troy to smooth Troy. That's right. That's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, Abel the and Wattapapa do the work. He's a born of Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey.
4: Business and promote your products and services, Vox Wave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240 832 4455.
3: Voxwave now features a
0: streaming radio media player on our website's front page, where local artists can get their music played 24-7. For more information on getting your music in rotation or to perform live at our studio, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455.
3: Renee. Hey Renee, yeah. Also shout out to my man Boo in the building, and JJ Smith is here too. they yo.
0: subscribe to the channel and also don't forget you guys you can call in with questions or comments at 240-719-2560. So Asia, what we're going to be talking about today is healing from loss. Healing, yes
1: indeed.
0: And that is so important in this day Absolutely. and time, right? You know, the loss. And and it can be anything, guys. It can be the death of um, a loved one. It can be um, a divorce, a relationship with someone. It can be a friendship of a friend that you have had over five years, ten years, whatever. Um, Whatever the emotional attachment to that person that you are losing, the the loss will definitely be devastating to you. And so it is so important that how we have to learn how to heal through the process of loss and to understand that it's loss is all a part of life. It is. You know, but we have to make sure that when it's time for us to move on, that we're moving on in a healthy way. And it looks different for everyone. You know, we can't be sitting around telling people, "Oh, you're you're grieving," because in a loss, it's a grieving process, whether it's death or what you're grieving that loss. And so, and you know, and people try to tell someone how long they should grieve. <laughs>
1: they do. I've had that done before. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. I, I and in 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 my grief group, you know, of um, parents of us losing children, you know, I hear that so often of family and friends telling people who have lost a child that oh you should just get over that now or you're doing too much you know different things that people tell people and this is so inconsiderate it's so um hurtful because nobody can tell you how long you should grieve for a child that you birthed and brought into absolutely. this world absolutely i have seen people grieve over animals
1: <laughs>
0: Listen, whole funeral. Yes, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying. And so when somebody tells you that about a child, you know you can't you 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 can't even knock nobody grieving over an animal because um I had a dog who passed and it was very hurtful because she was a a, a big part of our family mm-hmm. you know and I remember when I first got her very young. I used to always tell my ex-husband, I said, Tag, it feels like, you know, sh- this this dog is a child. Mm-hmm. That's how committed we was to her. And so, you know, I, under- I, I understand that totally how, you know, um, pet parents and them feel when they lose an animal as well. Yeah. It, it, hurts, it hurts very deep. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that and how we can move forward healthy in a healthy manner. And... I'm not no expert here, but I'm only just going to speak from my experience of how I had to get over loss in, in my life. And I'm going to start with even talking about, you know, my daughter with me losing her at the age of 18. She was murdered by her boyfriend due to domestic violence. and. It it, it was hard, you know, in the beginning, you're like in shock, denial, because you can't believe that this is really happening. You're like, okay, maybe I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to see her, and I I just couldn't – I I didn't know how to deal with it because I have never experienced loss on that level before, if if you understand what I'm saying. I have lost um, grandparents, um, grandmother – my grandmother at that time, grandfathers. I had lost a brother at that time. I had lost cousins. But it was all the deaths were different. They, I, I experienced something different in all of them. And so with my daughter, you know, we are taught that you never say never. Mm-hmm. Like all things is possible. But with death, it's never. That's it. That's final. No coming back. No do-overs. No anything. And so... It was hard for me in the beginning to wrap my mind around that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was hard. And so in order for me to stay sane, and I'm going to say that to stay sane, I had to wrap my mind around that. But it took time. And also it took me having a, a strong relationship with God, because at that time, you know, I am. In this new relationship with God, I'm learning who he is and very close and walking close to him. And before my daughter passed, um, she passed on March the 17th, 2007. And I remember January 2007, my pastor had um, preached a sermon about what is God preparing you for? Mm. And I couldn't shake the sermon. I mean, it was on my mind at night. It was on my mind when I woke up in the morning. And I just started talking to God about it. I said, I know I can't shake. I said, God, what are you preparing me for? And God told me to read Job. And you know, I heard of the story of Job and everything. And so I of course God said to read it. So I started getting myself more acquainted with his story and um how his life was, how he was a, a man of God and and, and faith and 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 how he was being tested, how how his life, where everything he went through, he was being tested, and everything was taken from him—his children, his his wealth. I mean, everything. I mean, he broke out with sores all over his body, and it looked like he it looked like he was going to just die. Everything around him was dying, but the thing about him is that he never lost his faith.
2: Never lost. Nope.
0: He never lost his faith. Nope. And he had friends who were telling him, just curse God and die. Even his wife, his mate, told him, with all you going through, you must have did something to make God mad. You know, you, you should just go ahead and curse God and die. But he didn't. He stayed faithful to what who God is. He stayed faithful to the promises of God and what God did to him, that once he went through all that, God gave him back double for his trouble absolutely so when I'm reading this story I'm like wow this is amazing so I'm like okay I got it so I'm reading the story and everything and love the whole story and, and I had got out of this to say that like, no matter McKeon, what life comes at you and what it looks like to always have faith in the promises of God of what he promised you so I held on to that so when I got the news of my daughter dying soon as I got the phone call, after I got the phone call, I got, as soon as I got the call, and my mom told me, she was like, where are you? Sit down. And I'm telling you guys, that's the, you never want to get that call. Even to this day, when I get phone calls during the middle of the night, I am afraid to answer what's on the other Mm -hmm. side of that call. Um... And so when she told me to sit down, I sat down. And when I heard her tell me that she said she just got a call to say that my daughter had been shot, I just dropped the phone. And in that moment I heard God speak. He spoke again and he said, Job. Wow. And I was like, wow. So I just I just started praying to God. And I said, you know what, God? Um, I had to go where my daughter was at, because they was calling me to tell me to meet them over at her boyfriend's house. And um I just was like, you know what, God, I don't know what's waiting for me over there. Mm -hmm. I was like, but you know I need you right now in this moment. And... He gave me that comfort, you know, through everything I've been through with her. He has been there for me. He has comforted me. It is why I am sane to this day because I depended on him at my lowest. I couldn't go no. I couldn't go no deeper.
1: It couldn't go no lower.
0: I'm I sure. couldn't. I, I couldn't go any deeper. And 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 I relied on him and I trusted him that you know, just because of what it looks like today, you can get through this.
5: Absolutely.
0: And and once I realized that, once I realized that, once I stopped telling myself all those negative things about, I started judging myself of how I was as a mother. Mm -hmm. I started thinking about how I could have changed this, Mm -hmm. if I would have just did this, if I would have just did that. But that was just a trick of the enemy because he wanted to take me out as well. Absolutely. So he was going to make me seem like ain't nothing you do was right that's why she's dead, she's this, she's that. But I had confidence in God of telling me that I did the best that I could do. And and I had to live with that. And anything that I had, any thoughts that I had, I had to let them go and surrender those and say, you know what? I know I did the best that I could absolutely. with my children. Yeah. I know I have, and so I'm not gonna let this make me feel bad or destroy me. Because one thing that I understood is that my daughter was where she wanted to be, mm-hmm. and at that where age, she wanted to you be. You know, with you couldn't they do pull her out. You absolutely. couldn't pull her out where she wanted to be. Yeah, and she was already an adult. She was um she was 30 days away from her 19th um birthday, and um. I had to live with that still with this today, you know, to know that I did the best I could with her and that she chose her own path. She chose to stay in the relationship that she was in, knowing that it was volatile, volatile um she chose to stay no matter how many times we told her you know you need to get out of that or he's not right for you and like how they say it's like when you tell them all these things it pushes them further into that relationship very
5: careful
0: very careful very careful so it was very important for me to be able to heal from that loss and it took therapy.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I had to go to therapy. I am still in therapy now, guys. I have a um, grief um, counseling and group support groups that I still show up to because you need people to just understand what you're going through and to have a safe place where you can express yourself freely. Because all days are not good days. All days are not good days. But But for me... I say to myself, every day I'm going to wake up knowing that I want to, I thank God for the day that he has given me. I am, I am, I am, that I can get through anything. As long as he gives me breath in my body and I am well and I can get up, I'm going to do it. I'm going to honor him in that. And I'm just going to keep moving, keep moving to do what you got to do. And so, um, I said all that to say of just, how you have to be able to grieve and move through these moments what's best for you and not do yes, what is. someone
1: else is doing, Yeah, because it's your situation right you're in it alone. Mm-hmm. you know people can only say what they say from based on what they see, but it's you that have to live it every day. right. Right.
0: And I know someone else was telling me, a mother was telling me, they was like, you know, she had lost her. As a matter of fact, it was my sister because my sister, I you know, everybody knows that I lost my niece as well to domestic violence. My sister's first born daughter was murdered five years after my daughter. Wow. And so my me and my sister was talking recently and... My sister was saying that, um, you know, she, she she gets to the point where she gets tired of hearing people say you're so strong. She says she's like, I'm not strong. I'm, I'm 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 struggling. I'm just coping and dealing with this the best I can. But I'm not strong. And like those titles, and it force people to try to be strong when they're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then end up and then end up being a place where having a nervous breakdown. Because you gotta realize when you keep on trying to be strong for everybody else, oh, yes. it ends up putting you in a place <laughs> oh, yes. that next thing you know, you, somebody talking you off a bridge. Yes. They talking you down because yes. you like, how did I get here? I'm 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 strong. Everybody says that I'm strong, but I was so glad that my sister did say that because she's absolutely right. And I remember I said that I was like, I don't want to be strong, mm-hmm. and I have been told that since very young. Growing up That I am the strong one I don't want to be The strong one Sometimes I want to be The one that somebody Say hey well let's go Check on McKeon Exactly You know check on her You know This today might be her day You know she may be Down or something So we got to remember How we put these titles On
1: people mm-hmm. In a place that you Put like them I say, in say Check on your strong friend I've been check, I'm, I'm so glad baby. that
0: They're now saying that Because yes. it's real it Check on real, If real. you think they strong And me and Ross Was talking about this A few weeks ago If you think they are Very strong person check on them call them and say hello just to see because you know what guys we never know what people are going
1: through absolutely never you absolutely never yeah loss is a big thing
0: it is and and i spoke about it in in reference to death but also the loss of a relationship yeah that's
1: my testimony
0: yeah (laughs) the loss of a relationship yes Yes. Because even like with me being divorced and I was and I was in an abusive marriage and everything, but even with divorcing my husband and being with him for so many years and had to separate from him, I had to grieve myself from yes, that indeed. relationship as well. That's an
1: emotional tie. That's what they call a soul tie. Yes, you know, and yes. we don't always volunteer to have that tie broken. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to ride the wave to get over. Absolutely. So, so, so tell some of our
0: listeners, what did you do to get over with your relationship? So the
1: interesting thing about that is, is that me and the individual had been apart for almost two years. Mm -hmm. And up until um, a few months before, which would probably been about springtime this year, um, we had just agreed to individually just live our lives, just try to be better individuals. So everybody is staying in their lane, um, doing their work individually. And I always make sure to check in with God with stuff like that. Like, you know, how's it going over there? This is what I'm doing here. You know, I'm trying to manifest in the right way. And I remember out the blue trying to extend an olive branch. I invited him to an event. And he said, I can't go. I'm with my wife.
0: Wow, his wife.
1: Wow, I wasn't ready for that. Neither was I. I was definitely (laughs) ill-prepared. But wow. I'm comfortable where I'm, where I'm at, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to get all that confirmation from God, like, it's going to work out. It's going to merge back together. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's building individually to kind of be one whole in a, in mm-hmm. a union. Mm-hmm. I kept hearing he didn't answer the call. That's mm-hmm. what God kept saying to me. He didn't answer the call. He didn't answer the call. So I'm like, what in the world? So I knew prior to that I kept getting these visions, like, as confirmation that it was blending slowly together. But the thing about it is, if they say that we pick the people that we fall in love with or get into relationship with, we have to take it a step further and ask God to qualify it. Mm. So at that point, Come I had to give now. that thing over. So Come I had already now. given it to God and said, listen, qualified. Mm-hmm. This is who I have my eye on, but you're going to have to check off on that thing. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not right, I can't do it. Mm. So to then hear, he didn't answer the call. It was sort of like God coming back, like, you asked me. I declined it,
2: Mm. there it
1: was. And I had to eat it. So that was the loss process because like with your divorce, that's a soul tie that you didn't ask to be broken. You didn't want it to be that way. Mm -hmm. So you kind of dealing with a whole bunch of feelings. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I didn't even see it as a loss until I was in the presence of another young woman, Kelly, who was amazing. Didn't know this woman, read Energy, mm. sitting at a ladies night, just minding, I'm always minding my business. <laughs> and she says, are you mourning some sort of loss? And I'm thinking to myself, nobody died," So I'm like, I said, why? So I just get the feeling that someone, like someone, something, like you're mourning some type of loss. That's when it hit. Mm. And I said, well, it's not a death of someone, but something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I said, well, what? Well, what about it? What do you see? What do you know? And she's like, nothing. I could just tell that it was a loss. Mm-hmm. And that's when it clicked. So I lost my dad in 2012. Next Monday will actually be seven years that he's been gone. Wow. So it took me back to that when I had to say, Asia, you're going to have to just go through what you go through. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to allow yourself to feel whatever you feel. Mm -hmm. So it was days I was like, I'm good. And it's days I'm snotting all over the place. Absolutely. And it wasn't even so much. And I was able to tell him, I'm not mad in any way that you moved on. I feel like I was kind of manipulated in a way to be held in a certain spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was taking my choice away. Because you knew at that point I was riding off in the sunset. I don't play with nobody's husband. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I was left in a place, in a holding pattern. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I knew I was done with it. I knew I was glad that he had moved on. I still pray about him and pray for him if you pop in my head. (laughs) But listen, the way the loss is set up and how I can't go back, here's the internal glow from doing the work, healing, Mm. allowing myself the time, and no sooner than it shut off, doors open mm. and that is so true you know how they always say if a door close a window open yeah I closed the window mm. and doors opened and it's just been great ever since opportunity after opportunity meeting people different experiences having a good time with homegirls homeboys just living and it's been great so yeah it did take her saying are you wanting some sort of loss and that's when I realized like as you have to feel how. and I've had friends that's like that's still an issue, because I'm the strong friend. Right, right. right? right. You tripping over this? (laughs) You tripping. You? you? And I'm like, I can be as strong as y'all want me to be, but at the end of the day, I'm human. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a connection that I had, that Mm -hmm. I didn't ask to be broke. Mm -hmm. So now I have to deal with what that is, but listen, God is an awesome God. He sure is. I'm telling
0: you, he even got me through my um, divorce as well, because even though it was a very volatile situation that I had needed to get out of, I, that connection was still that tie was still there. And I remember even when I when I left my husband and I remember my first night in my own place without him. Oh my God, I had so much peace of mind. That was the best sleep I ever had. To
1: lay in the middle of your bed.
0: Oh, by myself. I, I loved it. And it was like, you know, and so I understood long ago about relationships and grief that it's a law. So I had already knew that. And so I had already learned how to grieve myself through a relationship you know i never lied to myself saying i don't care you know i i I talked real things to myself like you know i really love this person and you know i'm really gonna miss them no matter no matter how dysfunctional it It is absolutely you're gonna miss the dysfunction so you have to be able to um Grieve yourself through that. And, yeah. and, and what I found in me was finding myself, because even in my husband, the divorce, I had therapy again with that as well. Um, and I found out how I lost myself in the relationship.
2: That. So that was
0: a part of me getting back to me through that whole grieving process. I had to find me again because I didn't even know who, who I was. Mm-hmm. But I think if
1: you could outline it, Mm -hmm. step one would definitely be, be honest with yourself. Yes. About how you feel. Yep. So just like you said, I had to admit, this day I do feel like this. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, it could be like that. Yeah. Just owning that.
0: Yeah, because when I left my husband, I left my husband with the intention of him and I getting it together. Right. And I always used to say, you know, I, I never believed in couples actually having to separate to get back together again. But sometimes you have to do that. But when you do that, you got to make sure that the other person is in the same place that you're in. And they're not just using this as an opportunity to date other people, but they're really focusing on you and the family. Absolutely. You know, you know, building um, therapy, a lot of things should be going on during that time. Therapy should be going on. Um, individual therapy is um, first, and then you come back as couples therapy. And then if you have children, then you come back as a family therapy. You know, it, all those things have to be done before you can come back and live under the same household. So I thought that those were the things that we were going to work on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, until I found out otherwise...
1: And I don't know about you, Meg, but for me, shoot me a text, phone call, message in a bottle to just say, "Hey, I know I said I was headed that way, but I think I'm gonna go here. Right. I can live with that. Yeah. Just let me know, mm-hmm. though, because mm-hmm. I'm. And that's so interesting that you say losing yourself in it, because I think that's what it makes you realize is that you'll do it with a goal in mind. Mm -hmm. But then when that falls off or that loss occurs, Mm -hmm. you realize you have to do that thing now for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it takes you to a place where no one can ever kind of manipulate Mm -hmm. or leave you feeling like that. Mm -hmm. Because now if I had someone in my life that's like, let's just take time, cool. But if you think it's gonna stop anything that I have going for myself, you're crazy. Absolutely.
0: And and it, and, it, and it comes back like even like sometimes now I think about because me being a single woman and everything you got to be this is why it's so important to heal through these things is because those thoughts and stuff just lay dormant until they're triggered again. So now that I am a single woman again you know sometimes now them thoughts are come up like Dad, why he couldn't get himself together. Mm-hmm. I could have been married. Like um, September the 23rd of this year would have been um, 19 years oh, that okay. I would have been married. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about that. I said, Dad, we would have been in this to win it. We would have had so many things going on, which how I perceive, I don't know what way it would have went. But, you know, those were the things that I was looking forward to. And so now I get some thoughts to my some. See? If you would have just stayed married to him, you could have been married 19 years, you could have been celebrating, but 19 years of what, though? Absolutely. What would that 19 years have been, or even if I would have still been alive, because that was a very abusive relationship. But then you have to think, too, what have you accomplished? What have you obtained? everything that i wouldn't even want to risk if i had to lose everything that i have gained since i left him i would never go I would back never go, absolutely never go now back
1: never i would do it all back. over again just to still be here again absolutely,
0: absolutely. and that's absolutely. what you got to get to you got to get to the point of saying that you know it's about me like i'm more focused on my happiness now than anybody else absolutely you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to fix nobody else i'm only trying to fix me fix
1: you well i remember you saying the last time i was here in may that when the cup pulls up, you yes. have to take all that. And yes, and y'all get the, the overflow. overflow. That's yeah. right. Everything
0: <laughs> in the cup is for me, and the overflow will go out to you. Yes. So I think we have a call on the
4: line. Hello? Hey, you do you do have a caller. It's Ross. Hey, Ross. <laughs> so awesome show, ladies. Of course, I am watching. Um, I wanted just to call, and I know I can't enter the contest since I'm in this show. <laughs> but I wanted to call in and tell both of y'all that both of y'all are beautiful. All of that y'all went through was a process for me to be y'all matron sure of honor, bridesmaid, or whatever that yeah, y'all wear. And when God brings that person forward, there is for y'all. And that's all yes. I'm saying. Okay. I'm claiming it, Ross. I'm claiming it. Okay, I'm claiming it, Ross. <laughs> I already see y'all are two beautiful sisters I. You know, I know a lot of both of y'all testimonies and y'all stories and things that you went through and some things that I don't know. But it was all preparation for where um, God needed you to learn some things to grow um, in some ways. Asia, you know we got 25 plus years, so yes, we watched each other grow and things. And when, when I heard you talk about, that loss, I got a little angry, but I was like, but you know what? God got her, so let me just stop being angry. Let me just, like, not throw in my sweatpants real quick. Let me just break it down. <laughs>
2: and
4: and um, make you already know you about to be uh, 50 and fabulous. Yeah, my kids high. think you a whole snack, so if they <laughs> think you a whole snack, then you already know that it is somebody out there definitely older than them, but yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, and I appreciate that. I
0: appreciate you too. So appreciate you. So, Roz, what I want you to do while you're on the line, can you just share with our listeners? You know, we're here talking about you know healing after loss, and just share with how important healing after loss and to you, what that means to you and how important it is.
4: I think for me, um, as I listen to you, you, you guys talking, you talked about loss of loved ones. relationship, I think for me, my biggest loss was when when I lost myself.
2: Mm. I think
4: that was the biggest thing because that has been the hardest. And I mean, the hardest fight that I've ever had to fight. And I fought many battles, you know, a lot of different things I have fought them. But when you lose yourself, it's a constant daily battle. It's like all the time you have to really figure out who you are. I lost myself in relationships. I lost myself in being who others thought I was and wanted me to be. And I was trying so hard to live up to the expectations of someone else that I didn't even know who I was, what right. I was, what I liked, what I didn't like. So when I really started finding myself, it was a process. And I know people are like, well, what does that look like? Well, look in the mirror because so many of us have really lost ourselves because of people and things. So, for me, when I think about that and not taking away from the loss of loved ones and relationships and, you know, friendships and things like that, I'm not taking away from that. But I'm telling you, until I started finding out who I was, I couldn't appreciate anything or anybody for that matter. I could not let love love me. I couldn't, you know, love how I was supposed to love because I didn't even know what that was because I didn't know who I was. So, how can you love anybody or anything if you didn't even love yourself? So, for me, I think my my loss, and i the biggest one
0: was losing myself. Absolutely. Well, we definitely thank you for that. And like how we were saying that, you know, a loss can be anything. And I'm Mm -hmm. just going to share some more things, what it says right here in psychology today. It says that a loss can be, you can be very significant because it can be a loved one, animals, a loss of an important relationship through breakup, divorce, or relocation, loss mm-hmm. of a job, your career, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. financial status, mm-hmm. material possessions, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. the loss of and the loss of a deterioration of a physical function. Now, I never mm-hmm. even thought mm-hmm. about that's that. True. But let's just think about mean. people who have lost limbs, sight, mm-hmm. and those different types of mm-hmm. things. True. You you have to grieve those things too a sickness, an illness.
2: That's
0: true. Yep. You know, so yep. it's so many things. And so now that we can see that dealing with all of this, oh, they even got, I forgot about aging.
4: Yeah. So, you know, All of that is it's a loss, it's a hardship when you, when you lose anything. When you talked about animals, you know, I worked in veterinary medicine for 10 years. I mean, my heart broke when I when people had to lose their pet. Like, you would never understand how it broke someone until you actually saw them broken over their dog or their cat, their hamster. Like, it's a loss. Yeah.
0: That's true. I seen my niece before, she cried over a turtle. I couldn't understand it, but she was very emotionally attached to, to that turtle, you know, and just because I didn't understand it, I couldn't like knock her because right. of the emotional attachment that she had to it. And that's what we got to remember as people that when somebody is going through something that we may look at it as frivolous or it ain't, it, it ain't, it ain't all that or whatever, we got to be careful. Of mm-hmm. what we say to people because it yep. is so traumatizing to people when they're experiencing a loss, and then for you to come up and say, Oh, you need to just get over it, yeah,
1: right. Yeah.
4: We talked about that last week,
1: yeah, telling I know. To get
4: over telling people when to grieve and when to stop grieving, you can't tell anybody how long they're supposed to grieve or what they're grieving over.
1: It almost takes me back when people used to say in customer service, Don't tell people what you can't do, but tell them what you can. So it's exactly. kind of like instead of telling me I need to get over it, won't you come in and help me? Exactly. Tell me how. exactly. Yeah, how do I get Show over me. it? Yeah. How do I get exactly. over it?
0: And you know a lot of times with um, any type of loss or whatever people tell you that um time heals all things, but it really don't. It takes a lifetime you know. of healing, but time does make it a little easier to deal with. And it but it all depends on you and how you're going mm-hmm. through those stages.
4: Amen. Mm-hmm. And then right. those triggers. We talked about that. Those things that come up that trigger us to to you know, remember or just to think about the things that we have lost or the things that we dealt with.
0: Yeah, because the first thing you gotta do is that you got to you have to accept what has happened. hmm That that's that's the first thing of grieving acceptance. You have to accept mm-hmm. that.
2: Yep.
0: And especially if you want to heal through that, you have to accept that whatever that loss is, that this is what it is, and start your journey to heal. Mm-hmm. And, and what does that look for you? It may, you're going to need some alone time. Like, even with people in relationship, guys, it is so important that when you get out of one relationship that you spend time learning yourself again. Amen. Like, I, at, Amen. In, in this new relationship, who am I? That's Who's true. showing up Amen. this time in the next relationship? Mm-hmm. Because it's not the mm-hmm. same person from when you was with Sally. That person is not showing up. Yeah. Who's showing Amen. up now? What do I need now? Yep. And it takes time to heal, to know who am I and what do I want? What am I looking for? And that's why I say, like, even now with me, um, it's so much different now. Like, if it's so much different now even with even taking people seriously mm-hmm. that comes to me. I'm like, I ain't got time that's for it. no games. Don't that come quicker. I ain't playing with you. <laughs> what do you want? Maybe what are your intentions? I'm like, you know, no. what do you want? Because... Tiger, and I and I get this a lot from guys that I meet. They be like, you know, because you don't call. Okay. I'm used to not calling. I love my alone time, so I may not call you. But my thing is, I'm old school. I believe that if a man wants a woman, he go get his woman. And it ain't going to be easy, because anything that's easy ain't amazing. And I'm amazing, so it ain't going to be easy. Hey, man,
4: sister. <laughs> hey, man, I like that. I am amazing. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, love how to use that one Well ladies I just wanted to call y'all Imani J is with me too She hey, said Imani. she love both of y'all Hi Imani Love you, love you. <laughs> love you. Well
0: we definitely I love, ya. love you too love baby you. Thank y'all All so right. much for calling
4: in Of course have a good night You, you too, too.
0: Yes, that is just so important that, you know, it's so important to heal and, and have time for yourself and just know who you are and what do you want in this next relationship. And never write off love. Always be open to receive it, And you can't be... I don't want love, and then secretly saying, I just want to be in a relationship. That, exactly. That, that right there is is yep. dead. Again, not being honest. Either you want it or you don't. Yep. Either you want it or you don't. And be honest with yourself. If you want love, open yourself up to love
1: freely. And yep. I'm telling you, it will come to you. I think a lot of times people have to recognize too that the things they want, they have to become.
0: Yes. Oh my
1: goodness. Say that again. You have to become the, the very thing you want. Yes. So if you want someone who communicates well, you Communicate. got to do more talking. Yeah. Like, but you have to be open to want to be that person because that's what you're looking for. And I mean, you, that's And all you got to remember, guys, in
0: the beginning, because communication. A lot of people take it very lightly, but when you wanna, when you talk about you want to have a person with communication, remember, you're going to get a lot of defenses and everything in the beginning, trying to talk to someone, because the first thing they're going to think is that you're arguing. They're going to always think that you're arguing. arguing. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? You got to keep doing it. As long as you're doing it in a respectful manner, that you're only talking about the issues that's on the table. You're not talking about what happened last week, a year ago, and still bringing up those things. If you want to deal with something, deal with those things so you can both get an understanding so you can move forward. That's the only way it's going to work. That's why communication is important. So you can resolve things.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, guys, you've got to do that. you got to do that. So, again, guys, if there's anybody out there, and I'm quite sure we all know someone that's grieving a loss of something, you know, be more mindful of what we're saying to them. Be a loving, be more loving, be more encouraging to them. Sit, pray with them.
1: Well, pray for them. pray yes, for them whatever them whatever what you I need can to do. get over yeah take that same time yeah. and go pray with for God me. with that yeah pray for me
0: say God you know what I'm gonna pray today that my girlfriend is whatever that looks like for you God and in her walk help her get through that give yes. her enough grace and mercy and courage and strength to be able to endure whatever she has to endure so she can get the blessings absolutely of God absolutely Okay, guys? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And as you guys know, it's always an hour show, and it goes so fast. Yes, but I feel like I opened up. I got some stuff out. <laughs> that is good. So before we go, we want to definitely thank our sponsors. We want to thank DeMarco Sola. We want to thank um, Manly's Blended Family. Also, the Lakeisha Brown Foundation. And, guys, I'm telling you, if you follow me on social media at NBA Speaks, you'll see all those nice clothing that DeMarco Sola has over there at Forestville Mall. You got to go over there and check them out, fellas. And, ladies, even go over there and buy your, um, you know what? Ladies, go over there and buy your guys their swimsuits, their swim shorts. What they call them? What boys call them? The, there you go. Mm-hmm. The swimming trunks for your man for the birthday party, right? Go That's on right. over there and tell me that McDonald sent you. Gotta to you gotta get ready. Gotta get ready. So as always, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at NBA Speaks. And also check out my website, nbaspeaks.com.
1: And I want to you? thank you for having me. Uh, well, I am blessed. I can be blessed I am just you. blessed to have you here. Thank you. I appreciate it. And likewise. Thank you. You are definitely one of my platform builders. Oh, thank yes. you. Thank you. you. Got, listen, <laughs> you got a spot in one of my tributes. Oh, oh, speeches. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay now. Oh, I love too. it. I love
0: it. I love it. So how, oh, real quick before we go, tell me about your amazing book, the title. All Everybody. right. So
1: the book, The Mirror's Reflection. The Guide to Discovering God's Very Best for Your Life Through Mm. Love, Faith, and Hope. It will be out hitting the streets electronically and in print September 17th.
0: September the 17th. We will have her back here with her books laid out here. Absolutely. Guys, keep watching the McKeon Show. Share this video. Subscribe to the Voxwave channel. We want to definitely give a shout out to our engineer. He in here. Working the ones and twos. twos. (laughs) Also, shout out to Ron and Reg. We thank you so much for this platform. We do not take it lightly. We appreciate everything that um, is going on here at the McGeon Show. And we'd like to continue to thank all of our sponsors and supporters. So, guys, until next week, you have a blessed evening. Stay safe and God bless. everybody do
2: the
3: dance. One, two. Turn around, y'all. One more time. Yeah. Two steps is the way. Come on. Welcome to the party, y'all. It's how you shake it off a little bit. Come on.